happy 2022. 2022. Two. Two. Uh, welcome to the South Road Boys. Hello, mate. Hello, my friend. I'm a bit sixes and sevens at the moment. Why? 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 What's going on? Why? What happened? Where? Where? What? What's going on? Open your eyes. Yeah. And look around. Yeah, it's... Do you notice anything different? It's a little bit different. What's a little a, bit different? It's a brand new studio. Studio four. <laughs> studio four. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're in a new location tonight. Um, you've had to vacate your residence temporarily. Yeah, we've got um possible little COVID issue happening around the world at the moment. Yes, and so you've got to sort of separate yourself from Typhoid Mary or whatever we're going to call her. Yeah, so housemate um, has got a close contact at the moment, so to save me then becoming a close contact of her, yes, who's a close contact of someone else, yes, and having to isolate and quarantine for seven days, you I just, got the fuck out of there. Just, <laughs> I'm not coming home. <laughs> well, no, it's smart as well. I mean, she's got to wait for her test to come back yep. and find out whether or not she's negative and all that kind of stuff. So uh, better safe than sorry. Yeah, exactly you right. have uh, found yourself a tent buddy. Yeah, I have. <laughs> so I've... Um, uh, for those who know me, um, I've bunked in with Bubba, my Hello. mate Bubba. So <laughs> I'd like to thank Bubba for allowing us to use Big shout uh, out Studio to Bubba. 4. Studio 4, yes. Yeah, so it's a, it's a wonderful little room. It is. It's, it's a beautiful it's quaint. for us. It is. I'm hoping it's not going to be too echoey. There's a lovely couch in the background too. Shows so long. If just... we had some guests, so it would be like the green room. Or if things get a little bit, you know, saucy later on. Oh. <laughs> well, there's a spot. <laughs> <laughs> who, would, who would think that I'd do you in 2022? <laughs> in Studio 4. Studio 4. Bubba Studio. It's very exciting. It is. Mm. I haven't been able to see Studio 1, 2 or 3 though, so uh, I'm look, not sure whether or not he has them all configured. No, nah, we're not quite at that echelon. No. Yes. Do you reckon he could start his own recording? I mean, he's got a few rooms here. No, that, he's got all the gear here now. Exactly. Plus, he's got the outside studio for a big band set up. And also, I tell you what, Bubbacast has a thing about it. Doesn't it ever? Yeah, it's his own podcast recording (sighs) network. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, forget iTunes. It'd probably be so huge that we would even end up coming under that banner. Yeah, we'd be bought. We'd be yeah, we'd taken over the South Road Boys at Bubbacast. Yeah, he'd be like the Disney of podcasting. Fuck. <laughs> Can't imagine it though. Couldn't you? The logo is no. just a big picture of Bubba <laughs> and his beard yeah. eating a sausage and bread. Don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Don't think so. Speaking of Bubba, we got to play a bit of golf with him today. Yeah, we did. It was good. Well, bit, oh, the golf warm. wasn't good, but... The golf was not good. The day was amazing. It really was quite good. Um, an absolute pleasurable experience. I was very, very disappointed that you weren't in for Bingo Bango Bongo Golf. It just doesn't excite me like it does for you. I just, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of fun. But you see, I like to play golf to, I suppose, the best of my current ability on that day. Yeah, yeah. And if bingo, bango, bongo, golf, it's like you can you can just keep tapping the ball and like tap, tap, tap 50 times to win that hole. I want to see if I can get the putt in. But if you get the putt in, then you win the hole. Yeah, but also to – it doesn't work that way. We've discussed bingo, bango, bongo before. There's there's silly ways to do it, like chips, for instance, because mm. you want to obviously try and get um, the putt. What is it? First, first, on, away, first on the green. First on the green. Um, but then you might want to get it so you're closest to the pin. 
Which you also so, get bingo, so bingo, you won't bongo try point. and then put the ball on the green. Mm. You'll chip it five times to get close to the green, so you're closer to the hole. Oh yeah, to try and then basically you know skip it through closest to the hole to get a point. Yeah, but that only happened because I don't back my ability, and I brought those sort of shenanigans. If we had have just been playing golf like normal people, then those sort of shenanigans wouldn't happen. But normal people, yeah, normal <laughs> normie golf as they call it. <laughs> So, yeah, sorry, mate. Anyway, whatever, Trevor. It was fun. It was a great time. Um, I think hole two was probably my favourite hole. Hole two? Hole two, off the green. Is that like song four for boy? Yeah. Was that that song two? No, hole two, off the green, using the putter. Oh, yes. In for par. Straight in. Bang. What more do you a, need? A bit of a mild celebration, yeah, too. Really, as it should have been. Yeah. Like Hands most up people. in the air, waving on the side. You just don't care. <laughs> like Grover. <laughs> I reckon any professional golfer would have been happy with that effort. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. I know so. my birdie moment. Yeah. Birdie the fifth. And didn't you birdie one other? Uh, no. No. Mm. No. Anyway. But no, it was a good day. Good day, good day. Golf talk with the South Road boys. Oh, that what. must be our sporting talk for this week. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, everyone last week is going, wow, they're talking about strippers at weddings and funerals and all mm. the rest. And, thinking, and these guys are really starting to get their moment. Finger on the pulse. You know, and then golf. Yeah. Now, there everyone. is a bit of a disappointment and a bit of a ho-hum moment this week, Mr. Barnes, because no. today is the first podcasting day no. without the diary. I've been unable to find my student diary from 1992. <laughs> um, so we have no diary. Ah, it's diary, Deadpool, news. Because <laughs> it's dead, you, it's gone forever. If you want, I can go back and we can just reread it all oh, again no, for the whole year. Not. Too much? I just don't think there's enough there. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough there for the first year. Well, the thing is, it goes to show mm. that there was no setup for the diary. No, because it would have been better. Because the hope was that you were going to find some really, like, oh, just sorted details in there or some weird things you've written down going, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, and there was none of that. And there was really none of that. It was a bit of admin. If anything, it was more other people writing in the diary. <laughs> You're I, not I doing shit. Out of the whole diary, I reckon I wrote probably 10% of it. Yep. And that's that says not much about well, There was intent with the diary. Didn't mm. follow through. No. You know, I mean, that's that's a that's a minor detail of 2021. And you know what? 2021, it's gone now. It's gone. Yeah, see you later. Now, we do have some last minute. No, we don't, actually. I thought we had some last minute 2021 um, admin to do. But do we? we don't. Don't we? No, I've got to play the intro. Celebrity Deadpool News! Because it's 2022... And we don't have a death for Celebrity Deadpool. True. Unless, of course, someone had Betty White. <laughs> Who was she? Was she on there? I'm sure someone had Betty White at some point in time. It was 10 or 15 people had Betty White, didn't <laughs> I they? I think there was. She was one of the most popular people. In the first two years, I'm sure last year, though, she dropped off. Yes. That said, though, you would have still got one point. One point. And people would be like, yeah, yeah, but she was only a couple of days away. Well, if she had have had a birthday in early January 2021, we still would have given you. But here's the thing. This is the thing that got got me a little bit off centre, mm. off kilter, yes. not happy. Yeah. 
stuck in your crawl. Disappointed mm. in the general listenership of the South Road Boys. As you know, as the listeners know, I put up a post that said that People Magazine had already done the article and done the cover. Put it out there in the world, published They put it out there and I'm like, people, what are you doing? That is the Lou Richards kiss of death. Yeah, it's a little bit like um, when you're watching the AFL, the announcer will say, they cannot they possibly cannot miss from here. That's what I was seeing the goals. Yeah. Or they cannot be beaten here. That could work as well. Exactly. But it'd be like, you know, there might be a you know, a buddy sitting there and he's twenty meters out. It's like he does not miss. On the edge of the square, this is directly in front. Hit the post. <laughs> exactly. That's what that's what people did to Betty White. And Nigel Mansell has half a lap left of the Bahrain Grand Prix. He cannot possibly lose from here. All of a sudden, his fucking engine blows up. A fucking pigeon flies in front of him. Because Nigel Mansell was my pop culture reference for Formula uh, One. That's good. I like about that. About 25 years that ago. really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Betty White, though. Dang. I got to admit, I really only know her from Golden Girls. Like the, she, Do you? She has this entire. Plethora of, of history in film and TV and and pop culture, I guess. But holds the world record from 2018 for the person being in the television industry the longest time period working. It's impressive. A fucking world record. She's also nice. She's like the Dolly Parton of TV. But potty mouth because everyone loves her. Swears like a mm. fucking trooper though. Apparently. Yeah. Which oh, I thought was it. really funny. So what? So did you, after the passing of Betty White, did you go and revisit any of her past works? No. By the way, did we actually play the intro? I did. Good, thanks. Yeah, it's there. Right, cool. um, <laughs> I did. Did you? Can't, oh, you probably don't have it, enough understanding of Betty's work. I went and watched, because I'm doing it at the moment anyway, Boston Legal. I didn't know she was in Boston League because I haven't watched a lot of that show. I've watched a whole That's lot. Um, Spader and Shatner, isn't it? Correct. There are mm. more people from Star Trek in Boston Legal than I think any other show other than Star Trek. What about, what about Star Trek? <laughs> yeah. Other than Star Trek. Right. Seven of Nine is there. Oh. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Happy <laughs> there. Oh. Mm. Uh, there's a Ferengi I in love there. Numbers. Um, there's a. Are there. If I could remember all the character names, because they're really like DS9 and Odo's in there from- Yep. Uh, He'd have to be a lawyer, wouldn't he, or something? He's got that look. Well, he's the head. He's the unnamed partner at Crane, Pool and Schmidt. Oh, mm, and Danny Crane is um, Cap- Car- uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah. So, uh, Betty White was on there, and she played one of the secretaries, or secretaries. And she was twice convicted of killing people. Well, not convicted. She was charged with killing people because she did do it. She killed two people. Okay, right. Yeah, she's a bit of a serial pest, but quite, quite funny and just basically takes over the, the episodes that she's in. She fucking owns. Um, and she's a delight. My, my, my regret is that I am probably like most people. I only know her, like you, from Golden Girls onwards. Yep. You know, I I don't know much of her previous works and all that kind of stuff, but she was apparently around fucking ages. I will say, though, Golden ages. Girls, like if you watch snippets of that again, because I remember watching just a, it wasn't a best of reel, but it was like um, people grab snippets and just unlock a YouTube video. Mm. And that was very risque, that show. Like, very risque. Golden Girls? Yeah. It was the 80s. We didn't care. But it's funny watching it now. Like, yeah. 
I don't remember that. I remember it being funny, mm. but I probably didn't remember the content of why it was funny. It was just funny. Yeah, but um, you know, but now yeah. watching it, it's like still funny. It's like wow, it's like a heap of nanas talking, like, talking about sex, especially <laughs> Blanche Devereaux. Like she was up there with talking about, and I think well, she was the Sharon Stone of the group, pretty she much. Pretty much what she never wore underwear, constantly uncrossing her legs. Um, but I think, and this is going back to the hazy, dark memories of my brain. I think the person who was the oldest on the show might have been Betty. And I think mm. the youngest person on the show actually played the mum of one of the girls. <laughs> like, it just that's just the way she looked. Yep. But one of the things that I'll point out uh, that I learned about Betty White that I did not know in a career that spanned since the 50s. Go for it. Is that she had a show called The Betty White uh, and Date with Angel Show, which is a variety show. And... She signed a deal in the 50s that she could be an executive producer on the show. So she called the shots, which would have been a big thing for a woman in TV back then. In the 50s, absolutely. Um, And the show got some criticism because it featured an African-American performer doing one of the backup dances, one of the tap dances and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it was one of the first, the American network variety to show a performer like that. Um, But, the show faced some criticism because of Arthur Duncan, which was the name of that guy. Um, then when the show expanded nationally, the southern states of the Americas, the Yowl states as we call them, um, threatened to boycott unless, of course, Duncan was removed. So there was a man of colour on TV and the southern states went, if you keep that black man on TV, we ain't t- tuning in. And, um, and Betty's response was, I'm sorry, live with it, and gave him more airtime because it was her call. And she did that in the fucking 50s. Now, unfortunately, it was a rating success, and then the show repeatedly changed time slots, and by the end of the year, NBC cancelled the the, the whole thing. Surprised back then they shouldn't get burning crosses on a front lawn and everything. Well, exactly. I mean, a woman, for crying out loud, making decisions like that. A woman... Telling people to put up with a black man on television. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things that a lot of yolls aren't real happy about in that sentence. <laughs> All yolls are mm. not happy about it. So. And not only that too, was it, I'm trying to think, was it a black and white TV then? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so how would they know? <laughs> <laughs> was it someone in the shade? And it was just tanned. Yeah, just, you know, adjust your levels on your TV. Exactly, it's a tan oh. that just doesn't go away. Anyway, the show was on from 1952 to 1959. Any more Betty White news that you want to look up, the internet is there and you can watch montages and, uh, look, and there, all right. the stuff. But that was out of all the stuff that I kind of looked at and just thought, you know, how cool was or is Betty White? That was one of the things where I went pioneer of her, her field and her entertainment. And that was just yeah. one of those things I went, fuck, you are awesome. Why? Well, um, and I Ryan thought, Reynolds loved her, so, you know, yeah. she, she must, must be, cool. be all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I thought I'd do something a little bit different. Mm. I mean, Betty's been around a while. Mm. Was she? Was around for a while. 100 years. Mm, no, almost. 99. Just shy. Just shy of 100. Fortnight off. Would that be the her, the book that comes out, the Betty White story, Just Shy of 100? Just Shy of 100. <laughs> you reckon? The Bradman, the Bradman edition. <laughs> so I thought I'd actually look, because she was born in 1922. Yes. Which is nuts. It really, truly is. So I thought, you know what? I wonder what else happened in 1922. I tell you what, Keith Richards must be thinking, shit. <laughs> Because, I mean, Betty White would have had to have been the most memed thing other than Keith Richards for longevity. 
you know, COVID hits, yeah. Betty White's like, fucking hold my beer. Yeah, like, pretty much. You know, There's it, a lot of that. All that kind of stuff. And yeah. being a pop culture icon, and I think she also – didn't she do an ad where she went up against linebacker Terry? I don't know. From Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Because she did some funny stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so what happened, Mr. Barnes? Well, just gonna, on this day in 1922. I'm just going to flip through a few things that just happened in 1922 in general. Hot uh, stuff. But we've got uh, the first successful insulin treatment of diabetes was made in Toronto. Oh, the Canadians. Mm. How's that for a jab, eh? <laughs> so, the, you know, there's, there's that amazing sort of a story where I'm going. Oh, this is going to be riveting by the sounds <laughs> of it. If you're leading in with insulin. <laughs> well, well it's, it's an important thing. That was a huge thing. <laughs> exactly. Strange, strange enough, also, uh, there was a, a flu epidemic laid um, 804 lies in Britain. Flu epidemics. That's new. 2022. Oh, Hold yeah. my beer. <laughs> um, so, um, Christian K. Nelson. Do you know him? Christian K. K. Nelson. Nelson. Was he the inventor of the half Nelson or the full Nelson wrestling hold? No, he was not. Okay. I'll tell you, that's a great guess, though. Thank you very much. Yeah. No. Um, he actually painted uh, the Eskimo pie ice cream <gasps> in 1922. Did he now? 1922. Fucking champion. Eskimo Pie has been around for longer than Betty White. Well, yeah. Well, no, because she was born in the January. Yeah. So it's still pretty around much now, like, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> Betty White's only been outlived by Eskimo <laughs> Pie. There's nothing like it. Nothing like an Eskimo Pie. Wow. That's, that's nice. Advertising from the 90s. Didn't yeah, no, stick. You're doing really, really well there. Yeah. Um, I can even give you most of the words to the Golden Girls. Really? Thank you for being a friend. Oh Travel down the road and back again. Sorry. You're you're incredible. Um, what else we got here? Um, I'm just flicking through things. That, to be honest, not much really fucking happened. Um, but construction began on Yankee Stadium in 1922. Mm, fair enough. Yankee Stadium. That's old. It's fucking been around for a while. Yeah, but not as long as bloody the Melbourne Football Club. When was the Melbourne Football Club? 18... 18- 83, I think, or 1886. It's the oldest sporting, professional sporting organisation in the history ever, I believe. South Road Boys worth research. Drop the mic. But I think other other clubs might have formed and broken up or merged with others, and I think the Melbourne Football Club is the longest to stay in its iteration that it is. There you go. Uh, In Moscow, on May the 8th, 1922. May the 8th in Moscow. Eight priests, vodka. two laymen, and one woman. Walked into a bar. <laughs> it sounds like a joke, doesn't it? A sentence to death. <gasps> death, death. For the opposition of the Soviet government's confiscation of church property. Oh. Pff, I don't know. It was all happening back then, wasn't it? It just really was. You excited about 1922? Give us your cross. No. Right, Die. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Hollywood Bowl opened... Um, in 1922? Oh, that's a sand shell. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's Not really cool. a bowl, but, you know. No, it's a shell. It's a bowl, you know. Bloody whatever. In a half shell. Uh, Morocco revolts against the Spanish in August 1922. Mm. Was that Ferdinand? No. Uh, the last Franklin. hunted California grizzly bear was shot. The last in, hunted one? Yep, in August 1922. What happened? It was it the last one in existence or was it the last one that they shot? <laughs> I don't really know. Was there know. some sort of, you know, law saying in 1923, you can't shoot them? Let's have a look. California you can stab Grizzly. them, but you what can't shoot them. Are they... Uh, or are they... They're extinct. 
Well, that's probably why they shot the yeah, last one in twenty. That was the last one. Fuck it. Jesus Christ. Fucking America. You shoot everything. America. Fuck yeah. And um and yeah, that's pretty much all that happened in nineteen twenty two. And if you do The BBC was formed. Oh. In October nineteen twenty two. Excellent. If that didn't happen, we wouldn't have Doctor Who. Oh, well done, BBC. Good job. Yeah. And, um, yeah, look, I've got to be honest, that's really all I've got. That's it. Fucking it's boring year. Wasn't there... Was, like, fuck for Betty were White. We, were we in the de- Depression then? What time was the Depression? in 22. No, I don't think so. We would have just come out of World War One, the Great War, as it would have been called back then, because yeah. they didn't know it was... Exactly. There was, they didn't know there was going to be a sequel. And we're still a couple of decades away from the sequel at this stage. Yeah, that's like 1930s. Hmm. I think, it, well, if the Peaky Blinders have taught us nothing, Troy, it's around that time that the Depression came through. I think True. it was maybe wasn't 28. That, wasn't the Second World War the early 40s, though? Wasn't that like 44 or something? 39 to 45, I think. Oh, there you go. Thank you for uh, warm trivia. Fantastic. I think uh, the Italians invaded Abyssinia and then... Bloody Italians. Bloody Italians. Because that's where... Do you know that's where the goose step came from? That the Germans are famous... For doing the goose step actually is originally from the Italians. And then the Germans tried it and went, Nine! It's Shazen! And didn't do it. And the only people during World War II that actually did the goose step was the fucking Russians. <laughs> okay, that's some random info. I know. <laughs> Maybe uh, things that I looked up when I was doing a play set in the 1940s in war occupied France. And you do collate the weirdest info on that brain of yours, don't you? Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, last thing I'll throw in there, um, Vegemite was invented in 1922 by Fred Walker. That has outlived Betty White. Yeah. Do you know what the um, original name... I wonder what tastes better, Vegemite <laughs> or Betty White. Oh, wow. Wow. hello. <laughs> you know what? Back in the day, probably Betty White. <sighs> Question, do you know what Vegemite was initially going to be named? No. Parwill. Parwill. Why mm. is that? Because it was a takeoff of the British... Uh, spread of a very similar flavour called Marmite. Mm-hmm. And so the Australians went, oh, well, if Marmite, par will. That was going to be their marketing. Oh, really? Yeah, funny sort of thing on it. And then they went, oh, it's a bit on the nose and maybe people won't go for it. So instead of calling it par will, they went veggie mite because it was a vegetable extract sort of thing. <sighs> Even though we proudly say it comes from beer. That's random. Yeah, once yeah. again, things that you just... Didn't need to know. Exactly right. Well done. Things See you. that you didn't need to know um, so from Joe. That's 1922. Done. <laughs> Dusted. See you later, 1922. Yeah. Mm. Really wasn't as riveting as I thought. No, it, it really wasn't. I mean, we had Vegemite and we had... That's all I can remember. <laughs> if you could go back to 1922... Oh. What would you... What would you... T- mm. Shit. Who would be alive in your family? Fairway Freddy? Was he... How old was he when he died? Yeah, I suppose he would have been, because Dad was born in 44. Mm -hmm. Um, So Fairway Freddy would have been. Fairway Freddy, um, a.k.a. my grandfather, who's no longer with us. Yes. Um, 25 years old. Yeah, or close to it. Because Dad was the youngest as well, so there was other children before him. Oh, okay, so he wasn't. So, So there's a good chance that Fred was around. Yeah, there you go. Wouldn't have been real old. No, maybe. <laughs> but he would have been around. Yeah. What would you have told him? <laughs> what would I have told yeah. him? Well, we'd go back in time. What would you tell Fairway So Freddy? if I was able to go back now with yes. the knowledge I've got. Mm. Um, oh, Christ. Treasure your grandchildren? 
<laughs> no, probably not. Um, Lower your head. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep your head down. Keep your head down, you yeah. fucking asshole. I actually the, have no idea. Lay off the booze. I don't think he was a real big drinker. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I don't know. Thanks for dad. Thanks for dad. No, I'd, I'd be like, keep, look after your grandchildren, especially the boys. Um, and if you hear of anything in the 70s, you know, called Apple, you know, buy some of that. Buy some of that. <laughs> buy some of that. Yeah, certainly pre-Bitcoin, that's for sure. Exactly. And then, well, here's the thing. Do you? I've heard multiple different reports. Some people saying that the Bitcoin will be the be-all and end-all that is going to be the universal currency. Mm-hmm. And then the conspiracy theory is that the big banks are like, fuck, we're missing out on a metric shit ton of all this money. And that the governments of the world, the Illuminati, if you would, Mr. Oh, Barnes, yep. um, are going to work a way to shut it down because it's so volatile and um, covert of people keeping their finances. Wow. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> the what's, um, what's Bitcoin called in New Zealand? Oh, Bitcoin? <laughs> Just, <laughs> does it change? Bitcoin for Bitmin? <laughs> isn't, isn't it already Bitcoin though? No, it's Bitcoin. Bit. No, no Bitcoin. Not, not sold. No biscuits. <laughs> what? Kiwi coin. Kiwi coin. Oh, oh, kiwi coins. Uh, kiwi coins. Yeah. No, don't know. I'm concerned about you in 2022. Mm. Well, yeah. Let's talk to our neighbours across the Dutch and see whether or not they're into Bitcoin. I don't reckon they'll uh, they'll talk to us, to be honest. They've no. just blocked everyone out again. They have. They've said, no, COVID here. <laughs> Did you see that someone had um, deep faked their Prime Minister, Jacinta Arden, I think her name is, mm-hmm. doing an ice pipe? So you really? know the Tom Cruise yeah. deep fake. Someone has done that to her as well. Wow. Because she came out quite strongly on on drugs and stuff like that. And New Zealand has banned smoking. Yeah, they've got it. Was it? I think it's a five-year plan or something. Well, it's a lifetime plan. So basically- the, Yeah, I want to say a five-year plan, though, to then be completely gone. No, not to be completely gone. Um, what it is is if you are 14 years or younger and you live in New Zealand, you will never legally be able to buy cigarettes in your lifetime. Mm. Anyone who's older than 14 will be able to live out the length of their natural lives and be able to buy cigarettes legally at a restricted number of locations. But anyone under 14 will never be able to legally buy them. So what they're doing is they're raising the legal age of yeah. purchasing yeah. tobacco. So you're not, um, you're not going to be kicking up a stink, essentially, because you've never had it. Correct. So no one's going to mm. no, – you haven't got smokers going, I'm addicted and I can't get off it or whatever, and you're taking something away from me. They're saying yep, – Don't take away my freedoms. Don't take away my smokes. Come on, give me weed blues. Um, which I think is fucking brilliant. That's a smart way of doing it. Well, I had a conversation with someone who was very much like, oh, no, that's, you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, well, all they're doing is making it like heroin. They're saying, we think this is bad and we're just not going to legalize it for that group of people who would never be able to legally buy it. Just like heroin, you're never going to stop the black market and you're never going to buy, stop mm. illegal it's like use. prohibition. didn't work. No, but maybe this will. Okay, well, here's a point then. 
So I wonder how how the people that you know Philip Morris are feeling about that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, they wouldn't be happy. But um, on a different note, uh, can you buy marijuana in New Zealand? Oh, I don't know, bro. Because I wonder if it's a situation where, you know what, we're going to get rid of smokes. But get weed's on the, okay. Get on the chuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, because that's a big change in the world these days, that marijuana's legal now. You're not going to get arrested for it. You can grow, you know, your own little plant if you mm. wish and all the rest. I my understanding and my very limited South Road Boys worth of research understanding, though, is that there hasn't been attributed to uh, marijuana smoking uh, the negative health effects that tobacco smoking is because of all the chemicals they put in tobacco smoke. Yep. The carcinogens of the world and, and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, me either. What happens if you if you mix? Not that I would ever know. No. You mix a bit of <laughs> bit the... Bit of chop-chop. <laughs> the, the, the marijuana. Mull-up, I believe, is the expression yeah, you're with after. a bit of tobacco. Well, then where so. do you go with tobacco, which is not the tobacco... Well, maybe it's the tobacco leaf itself that causes some of the carcinogens. Because otherwise, what about cigars? Because mm. generally, you need to keep those going. Imagine they don't, they uh, don't if you completely alive. flipped... Well, you could just sit at home, chuff away on a, a couple of joints. Mm. But old mate across the road, you see sirens everywhere. So it's like, what the fuck's going on? It's like, oh, he's been caught with tobacco. He had a Winnie Blue. Yes. <laughs> he found two cigarettes under his house. They're taking him down. Exactly. Bad boys, and bad boys. And he's just sitting there smoking his joint, watching on the going, this is amazing, man. Oh, bro, you're so fucking busted, eh? Check him out. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting. <laughs> New Zealand does tend to be a bit of a... A leader of the pack around the world with things these days, though. They've kind of yeah. just become a little bit of the nice country that does things where people go, you know what? Why couldn't we do that first? They're not that shit. Mm. But I don't think New Zealand's ever had... I think, unfortunately, they've probably had the um, the, the the young younger sibling to Australia, but I don't think they've been seen negatively around the world. No. I wonder know. if New Zealanders, I wonder if they're like, like most people, they live in a place like this place is shit. Mm. Everyone else said, New Zealand, wow, they're so forward-thinking and they're doing all these changes and they're, they're really looking after the people and your Prime Minister's not only attractive but also smart and warm and mm. And fucking Lord of the Rings. And, and actually fucking gets shit done. Lord of the Rings, Troy. Lord of the Rings. That's where it was shot. <laughs> okay. And there's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and there's Lord of but the But I wonder if the people, New Zealanders Sam are Neil. like, this place is shit. <laughs> fucking shit. That's shut. Don't know. Or is that a butt shot? <laughs> or maybe they just go, you know what? We live in the best country in the world. As long as no one else finds out. Mm. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Speaking of living in the best country in the world, I have a question for you. Yo. If you were going to live in one of the Koreas, north or south, which one do you reckon you would choose? <laughs> which one would I choose? Yes. Oh, God. Um... You know I'm what? So wrong, really. You know what? We're going to go North Korea. You would go yeah. North Korea. Why just would to see you shit gets fucked up. Just, <laughs> but you wouldn't have any choices. I know. I just, just to see how fucked up it gets. Yeah, you wouldn't and, be able to tell anyone though. True, but I just I want the photo. I want the painting of him in my lounge. You want your free picture? Yeah, of <laughs> Kim Jong Un. Yep, above the fireplace, so I can have a nice 
a little bit of vodka or something, a bit of tequila every night. No, you're not drinking. And just cheers to him. No, fucking in North Korea. <laughs> you're not buying booze, mate. Okay, oh, cigarette, I'll have a smoke. And no, we're, you're okay, getting nothing. Joy and having no, joy. Look at that. you can't even take a deep breath there, mate. <laughs> um, get a blowjob from someone down the road. New, you, new, right. new, new blowjobs have been outlawed in North Korea. Unless, of course... doesn't sound as fun now, does it? No. <laughs> but though, you would think that if... North Korea is not known for its human rights. No, but they're big on tourism. Are they? <laughs> they love tourists. <laughs> really promoting themselves positively in the marketplace. An unidentified <laughs> South Korean man has made a, the rare defection to North Korea over the weekend. So He's gone from south to north. Correct. He made a daring escape through the heavily fortified demilitarized zone, South Korea's officials said on Sunday. Now, here's the thing. The South Korean troops sent people to try and recover him, but failed as the guy crossed the border. Let me tell you what he had to cross, though. <sighs> the defector dodged an estimated how many million landmines given away two million landmines fuck off no and near and near the 250 kilometer long four kilometer wide strip what's he got a metal detector i don't know so in a 250 kilometer long strip that's 4k wide there is this estimated two million landmines fuck, that's a lot of landmines which is guarded by barbed wire fences anti-tank traps and combat troops on both sides do you reckon those mines would be like you know Ever set up one of those domino tricks where you have the, the dominoes everywhere and you press one? And press it. Yeah. Yep. Little landmines will be like that. Like one goes off, and of course they're kind of close. They just just goes off and throwing up the whole thing for two hundred fifty kilometers. Could you just imagine pops off, that? Do that going all the way through? Like three, fireworks. two, one. <laughs> <laughs> As you blow up North Korea, um, South Korea have sent a message to North Korea going, um, "Excuse me, you've got one of ours. Haven't got a response yet." <laughs> I have not got a response yet. Um, but the funny thing is... They're almost so friendly, though, North Koreans. It's incredibly rare for South Koreans to flee to the north. About 34,000 North Koreans have defected to South Korea since 1990, um, and they typically go through China. They yep. don't go through the demilitarized <laughs> two million landmine zone. So brave, there you go. brave soul. Like, why would you? Fuck, you'd be, have to be pot committed, wouldn't you? You'd... It'd be like, you know, when you see people like Tippy Town, like, you know, their hands are up and they're like, I'm the Tippy Toes and they're just kind of praising along like a <laughs> deer or something. I mean, do you reckon you go up and you just kind of, you know, you put the foot out the front and you just tap around and see if you feel like it's a landmine? <laughs> <laughs> Got to make a metal detector. <laughs> the only thing that I can think of that would cause this young, I'm going to say young man, I reckon he's a prepubescent teenager. Oh, I know virgin, what you're going to say. And I reckon he's gotten on the old binoculars, looked over to the north, and seen boobs. Seen I reckon he's the been love f- of his life. I reckon he's been flashed for the first time. He's going. Wow. I want me some of that. I tell you what, it'd be if worth I the saw risk. Boobs for the first time. <laughs> yes, I'd go through a paddy landmine to get to him. I thought I would. I've got to be honest. I probably still do it now. Unfortunately, it was a fifty-seven-year-old overweight man at the other end who just was walking around without a top on. Unfortunately, then the, the obviously the health benefits in uh, South Korea are great because that guy needs glasses. <laughs> no spec savers in South Korea. Four k away, mate. I mean, that's it's a fair distance. You can be mistaken for me. You know? 
<laughs> Might have been the artist on a cow. Flash, flash of the flesh. <laughs> uh, what's oh, going? Korea. What has been going on in your world, man? I, I've been, I've encountered a couple of things. Mm. You've been camping like a motherfucker. I have been camping. Yeah, camping's great. Yes, love it, love it, mm. love it, love it. Unfortunately, there's meant to be a bit of rain about soon, so I've got to put a put a pin in the camping just about mm. a week. Yep, and then we'll see how it goes, and hopefully, we'll be back into that. But one thing that I love mm. <laughs> is the way with um a lot of the Disney slash Marvel TV series, movies, whatever else. Yes, they'll throw little things in that um. That a regular person wouldn't even pick up on. Mm-hmm. It happens all the bit. So it might be a... There's been a lot of things where there might be, say, a number plate. Yep. And it might have the date, for instance, of when Wolverine first appeared in X-Men or something. Yeah, like that kind very, of stuff. very random. Yeah. The Hawkeye's of, gone to another fucking level. The back of a watch in yep. Hawkeye? Yeah, which is... Was that the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo? Yes. Right. For those who haven't watched Hawkeye... Um, that's not really Spoilers. a spoiler. Not really. Not really. It's not major. Yeah, like it's a throwaway. It's, it's certainly not pivotal to the story. Well, it's not pivotal to the story, but it is pivotal to Marvel, though. Oh, very much so. Because you would have read the story about what the number meant on there. No, that's the oh, thing. Oh, right. Out. So, right. Spoilers oh, for Hawkeye. All right. Spoilers we, for we, Hawkeye. Yeah, give us, if you, fast forward five minutes no, if you haven't seen Hawkeye. Maybe seven. Um, so, in the comics... Mm. Hawkeye, Clint Barton, yes, um, is in a relationship with Mockingbird, mm-hmm. Bobby Morse. Yes. So that's... And then um, Mockingbird was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV okay. series. But that's now not canon anymore. It's kind of another part in the multiverse and fucking whatever else, blah, 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 blah. Um, but now it's worked out that that watch, the number on the back, is the number of what her agent number was for Mockingbird. Agent 19. So now what they're saying is, is that her, his wife is actually Mockingbird. Ah, that's what, well, I thought... With, with a different name. There you go. I knew... The, uh, the reference that I got was that <coughs> it was her watch, it was S.H.I.E.L.D. logo, and that she had worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. I didn't know that that's who she was. And the thing was. they're actually kind of saying now, as well as it's possible that, like, if we go back to the Avengers ones, um, uh, Fury actually set up the house. Like He says, you know, um, I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Age of Ultron, maybe, where... They go to Clint's house, and everyone's yes. like, this set up, I didn't know you had this, and kids and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, uh, And they said that Fury set this up off the grid. Yes. So no one would know about it. So the theory now is that that's why, because she was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and they've, and she's retired to obviously be in the family way. Yes. And then has kind of set up this house and all the rest. Uh-huh. So now it's kind of bringing that into position where Mockingbird is actually his wife. So they're just going to keep on fucking weaving story back into it. Pretty much. That's what they do. But- Folding time. The thing they've done, mm. and now I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? Like, it's just, you got to calm down. Really? Like, it's getting nuts now. So, what they've done now is there's a, um, there were some lights flickering in the second or third episodes of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it wasn't just a, a random thing. You there's could use, nothing random You in could use TV. Morse code to decipher it. Yes. And the light flickering actually gives away the date of the first Kate Bishop issue of Hawkeye. Oh, fuck off. Now, look, I'm all about putting the cool things in. Yes. But for fuck's sake, seriously? I mean, that's just getting to the nth degree of fucking ridiculous. But- flickering lights that are Morse code that gives you a date of when that character first appeared in a comic. I mean, for fuck's sake, how wanky do you want to get now? Fucking stop it, mate. I, I get you were clever, but now just fucking stop it. No, carry on. Jesus. No, because what it is is they are hiring 
hardcore fans, not true fans, because any fan's a true fan, but they're hiring hardcore fans whose one person had a job. Let's set up this scene. CGI guy going, fucking, I love Hawkeye. Hawkeye's my jam. I love this character. You know what? I'm on the CGI machine. I'm going to make these lights just blink out the date. No one's going to give a shit. Kevin Foggy won't know. He won't <laughs> even fucking care. And then so that, that that's all he's done. It's just blink, 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 blink. Three second shot. But you know what they're doing though? You know what they're causing? They're now causing this epidemic of, of people just trying frame. to, yeah, frame by frame, everything. Like a trailer comes out. Yes. And someone on YouTube will release a 45 minute video about what the two minute trailer means. Yes. Like, fuck. You know what you can do with that? Not watch it. And I don't. I bet it's annoying you already. Because most of the time, it's all just bullshit um, theories. Mm. Most of them mean nothing. Mm. It's just crap. It's just people being socially influencing relevant. People being socially inept. That's (laughs) what it's been. Just fucking stop it. No, carry on. Keep it up, Mark. And here's another thing. Mind you, how good was that? I loved Thank you, Marvel, by the way. Thank you for Hawkeye. Oh, I was great. I and loved it. thank you for the last five minutes of the last episode in credits. Do you know how many people have actually shown the disappointment of that and bagged it out and reckon it was the most ridiculous thing that's ever been put on the end of a in credit scene ever? Fucking it was brilliant. I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. I was in hysterics. Because everyone wanted, though, something to the next series or the next movie or the no, next whatever. fuck That's what they, they cracked their shits. These in- hardcore fans you're talking about that you just gave credit to are the ones that need a big slap. No, the over. hardcore fans are the ones who made it. These are the hardcore whiners who, who whinged about it. I just thought it was brilliant that there is a time in the future where they do a Broadway musical about the Avengers because that's so believable. Isn't that a, is it actually called, is it called Steve, I think? Steve-O, I don't know. Yeah, whatever it is. Captain America. Yeah. But uh, it is fun. America, like, and it's brilliant. And you got to see two seconds of it or a, two, a minute or whatever, and you yes. just think, that's ridiculous. Fucking America, you'll do whatever. But then to go to all the trouble to shoot the whole fucking song yep, and then put it on as an end And I believe scene. that um, a lot of the people in there are actually full-on Broadway stars as well. Absolutely. So they weren't just lip-syncing stuff. They were doing the whole shebang. Well, the guy who was the choreographer, uh, the, 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 the conductor, I think... He's possibly the person who wrote the music to Rent, okay, or some or some very big Broadway musical show. Yeah. Like he's big in Broadway. He's, and, a, he's a hardcore Broadwayer. Yeah, and the people who play the Avengers in it are proper sort of Tony nominated actors and actresses, yep. which is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Just oh, it's so fucking. It's so stupid. It's brilliant, but it's great. Love it. Yep, no, I agree. So another thing that's coming out as well, um, there's the things that just like, for fuck's sake, internet, really. Uh, Daily Mail. I love Daily Mail. They always have hard-hitting uh, articles about mm, the world and what's unbiased, happening. Unbiased. Yeah. Hard-hitting. So we've got um, the secret hacks KFC does not want you to know. That's Worker not- lifts a lid on how to get the freshest chicken and the hottest chips and how to improve your burger for free. For free? Free. Or just, oh, sorry, the improvements for free. Yeah. Okay. So, um, like, here's some <laughs> amazing fucking hacks, right? And KFC don't want you to know this. Apparently, they don't want you to know it. Should we be sending this out over the podcast world? You know what? I'm feeling brave. Well, what happens if someone calls a black widow on us? Like <laughs> a the, black widow? The colonel. <laughs> the colonel engages a black widow and 
fucking we're in trouble. Do you reckon KFC do that? It's possible. Okay, right. I didn't know that was the case. They put bucket heads at the, at the fucking cricket. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. Uh, so he's going to say, um, so always, right? Hmm. Um, always ask for chicken from the back. Because the chicken at the front is the oldest chicken. It's only the freshest chicken. Hmm. You ask for the chicken from the back. Wow. Wow. Isn't that a groundbreaking? There's no way that KFC wanted you to know that. And then are you able to get the 15-year-old pimply kid to go, yeah, sure, whatever, like they care? Here's another one, right? Um, you should order chips with no salt. But order salt on the side and salt yeah. on yourself. So they're saying if you order chips, you're likely to get the oldest ones with a bit of extra salt on them. So if you order chips with no salt, uh, they have to cook them fresh. But the salt on the chips is what you want. And I if know. chips have been you normally out- ask for extra fucking salt. But the thing is, if chips have been out for a while, they don't take the salt as well as they do when they come straight out of the fryer, Troy. That's why the colonel doesn't want you to fucking know that, because it's shit. So that's another thing, apparently, that KFC doesn't want you to know. Mm. Ah, what else have we got? Um, apparently, drive through has the freshest chips. I don't know why that is. Once again, groundbreaking stuff here, Joe. I tell you what, you're really selling uh, this, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what are we, the, uh, the dinner box, uh, what are we, um, okay, this is, this is how exciting it is, what are, there's a point of all this, right? I am going to start re-singing the Golden Girl song yeah, if you um, make something, you know, <laughs> so, groundbreaking. Um, yeah, um, so if you don't feel like a drink, um, don't order you can one. upsize your chips for free instead. There you go. No drink, just upsize the upsize chips. Upsize the chips. Unbelievable, Joe. Which is going to make you thirsty because of all the fucking salt. Yeah, but I don't want you to know about that. And also, um, apparently, um, be nice is the other one. If you're on a fresh meal quality surface, be nice. And they go out of their way to ensure the customers. Like, Daily Mail, for fuck's sake, if this is a news article, seriously. KFC hacks, that's what they fucking put it down in. KFC hacks, Joe. KFC hacks. Hacks. There's nothing in there. Like, fucking fucking Hawkeye, fucking dumb flashing lights and KFC fucking hacks on Daily Mail that mean fucking shit. It's just, the world has gone to shit. Would you like to pad out your bank account a bit more? Bit more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of the social media celebrity called Stephanie Mato? No. Okay. Stephanie Mato uh, was one of the US reality stars that has um, learned how to make 70000 US for selling an interesting item online, personal item online. What do you think Stephanie makes $70,000 via subscription, which sells adult content, um, online? Um, it now, it, it said, does sound like it's going to be something sexual. It does, but you can probably buy these... In the 80s and 90s, in a gag gift shop. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's not like, you know, a feminine hygiene product or something like right. that. But it is unique. Okay. I God. probably wouldn't spend the money on it. You don't think so? I don't. It does sound like a lot of cash. You don't? No, $70,000 not per time. Over the multiple sales is what oh, she's right. made. Oh, right. Okay. This. So it's not just one thing mm. then. It's, yeah. 
Um, would it be something like um, some like her hair, something like that, like something? That's, oh, but then you wouldn't buy that though. Each unit that she sells costs about a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Okay, is she? Um, so, which means that she sold about seventy of these so far. Is it something like used lipstick or something like that? Oh, there you go. Uh, no, but no, close. Right. Close. You are close. Farts in a jar, Troy. What? Fuck off. Farts in a jar. Why would someone buy that? Because she seems to be a bit cute. I don't care how cute someone is. <laughs> I'm not going to want them to fart in a jar and send it to me. For, for many thousand, reasons. For a thousand bucks. No, for, but for come on. For many reasons. How Sometimes do I know it, she's actually farted in the jar? Because I can't check it. Because as soon as you open the well, jar to check it, it's gone. Well, that's why you've got to, you know... Check and sniff straight away. Check and sniff. <laughs> and just... So is that what they're doing? They're oh. getting it to sniff it or they're getting it just to keep it as a keepsake? It doesn't go into that depth, but she does put a couple of flower pellets in there and, you know... What, to, what doesn't that defeat the purpose? If you're trying no, to make it smell better? the scent attaches to it and lasts a bit longer. Really does it? Okay. Yeah. How does she work that out? And she likes to put a personalised note in there. Oh, that's She's, nice. Um, she goes on a bit of a diet of lentils and stuff like that just to... Keep things going. Um, what does it say why she started doing this wonderful exercise? Um, I don't know. She just... It doesn't say. It does not say why she decided to sell farts in a jar. I Apparently mean, what's the her inbox is flooded daily with requests for her scented product. Her outbox is working all right too. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's tapped the market, she says. But what makes you suddenly go, you know what? I've had an epiphany. I've had a great idea. I'm going to put farts in a jar. Well, she was working on her adult-friendly platform, and it's made her aware there are different type of niches out there in the market. And over the years, I've gotten a few messages from men and women wanting to buy my bras, panties, hair, bath water, etc. Bath water. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought imagine gargling that. <laughs> I didn't think people would gargle with it, but you know, you could just use it as a spritzer. I don't know. Um, I thought farts were super niche, but uh, something fun, quirky and different. Almost like a novelty item. Really? But can you remember... And you're probably, niche. <laughs> but I've, I've been to places where you, where you travel around and they go, oh, you know, the fresh, pure air of wherever, and it's just a tin. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen those. Well, yep. what's the difference? It's like you might get the you know, air of... Um, I know, the, the Alps. Alps. Yeah. <laughs> Snap. Because <laughs> that is considered to be one of the uh, most natural... Um, unpolluted airs on the planet. Even though, yeah, probably the Himalayas a bit too close to China. It's got a bit too much vid. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Did you um, see the first person oh has been diagnosed with a fluvid? Fluvid. Fluvid. What is a fluvid? It is a person who has the flu and COVID at the same time. Oh, really? And they have been tested. Apparently, they're the same, but they're different. Um, and that person has been diagnosed as the first person to ever have fluvid. Fluvid, I love that. <laughs> it sounds a bit cool. I love what have you got? It's like, I've got a bit of fluvid. It's like Benefer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fluvid. Yeah. I love a bit of fluvid. Who wouldn't? It sounds like, actually, it sounds like more of a, a, a Scandinavian type of instrument. <laughs> she does. Wouldn't you ever have the fluvid? <laughs> <laughs> Lars, can you play your fluvid for the grandma? <laughs> I wonder if you have if you got the flu yes. and you got COVID. Yes, you what if flu-vid. they compete against each other? 
and find it out like you were saying. Well, the whole idea of a um, of a virus, I mean, it's like COVID's failing a little bit because a virus isn't meant to kill you. A virus wants you to live. Yeah, so it can sustain life. So it can sustain itself. So if you've got like a flu yes. and you've got the vid in yes. one body. They're fighting each other. They're fighting each other going, fuck you, I want to be the one. That, this is my body. I was here first kind of thing. Or they're just drawing a battle line. Um, and they've just set up a bit of landmines yeah. in the middle. <laughs> Two, 2,000 landmines set up down near your navel and your ass. That works, though. Yeah. Because when they go off, you then jar that. <laughs> and then you send it off to people and they pay lots of money for it. Thousand bucks a pop. Yep. Fluvid. Fluvid. Fluvid in a jar. It does sound very Scandinavian. Yes. It's fluvid. fluvid. <laughs> nice. It's the new character that's come out from Marvel. Fluvid. Yeah. <laughs> Superpower wind. Really? Yeah, it bends over and just... I didn't know that. <laughs> gives you the fluvid. Mm. It's not something you thought you'd see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but, you know... Fluvid. What else are you going to do? What if that makes it... Makes you incredibly sick then. But yeah. in saying that, I mean, you can have the flu, like you can get a bad version of the flu. Hmm. Same as you can get a bad version of COVID. So, hmm. I don't know. But I think it also comes down to how your overall health and well-being oh, is as definitely. well. definitely. So, you know, if, you, if you're fit and healthy and eat right and do all those good things, I don't think you're going to suffer so much from the flu as you would yeah. if you're tired and run down. So maybe that's uh, maybe the flu vids, yeah. that sort of thing. It's like the amount of people that get the flu. It's like, oh, I've got to get my vitamin C up and all the rest of it. Too yeah. late, dickhead. Too late. You should have been doing it months ago. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, there's no use drinking water once you're dehydrated. Isn't there? Well, I mean, yes, it does. <laughs> but you've de- but I you- think that's contrary to a but- lot of medical <laughs> advice, Troy. <laughs> He's dehydrated. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> He's no, gone. No water for should, you. Should, should we rehydrate him? No, it's fucking too late now. It's too late to rehydrate. It's too late <laughs> to rehydrate. <laughs> what, I, what I mean is, by the time you're should thirsty... Should we put it in an IV? No, it's fucking... <laughs> Should have had a glass of water a week ago. By the time you're thirsty, you should have been <laughs> drinking earlier. It's too late. I, don't, I think too late is probably a gross overstatement. I think if you're really thirsty, you can still have a glass of water and you're going to feel better. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's too late. It's just not fucking on. Great. Dr. Troy in the house. Oh. Oh. I, don't, I don't know why I found this so silly. But um, it's just. You know it's too late. I, you know That's why. You know what I mean, though. It's, it's like. like what? Yeah, got hay fever. Don't fucking take a tell fast then. It's, it's too, late too late for your antihistamines. <laughs> Should have been on those beforehand. It's preventative medicine or nothing. <laughs> You've just wiped out billions of dollars from the healthcare system Brilliant. by saying post-symptom treatment. Gone. Gone. It's, it's too, too late. late. Too late for you, Jim. Yeah, exactly. If you had have come in before you were dehydrated, we would have gladly given you an IV of saline to make you feel better. But now you're dehydrated. Oh, piss off. Too it's late. too late. <laughs> you know, you've got a shocking case of diarrhea oh. and, and vomiting. 
you, you're vastly dehydrated. <laughs> Not because your own fault, a bit of food poisoning. Ah, yep. oh, well, you should have thought of that before you got food poisoning and hydrated up. So you've got something to shart out later. <laughs> But you do know what I mean, though. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not too late. That I, I, I hear what you say. I just vehemently disagree that it's too late. I think it's actually probably the best time to have a glass of water is when you're feeling a bit dehydrated. Uh, yeah, possibly. It's, it's called recovery, Troy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure whether or not you're aware of that medical term. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank no, you. you're absolutely welcome. Oh. Dear me. Uh, well, Rodies, we're about wow. to head off. Um, Mr. Barnes may or may not be going on his, I don't know, find himself voyage to the deep. Camping sabbatical. Camping sabbatical. <laughs> Looking for a tent, buddy. <laughs> so if you. Well, it's like Tinder, except for campers. Tent, buddy. Tent, buddy. You know what? I guarantee Could you. work. No, not? You know, you snag yourself a double site and then you put it online. Oh, and then he woke up, and when he jump on the the app, well, I mean, this is stupid. Time to come up with a great idea. No, it's stupid. You come up with an idea at the end of the episode, but whether you work out you're straight or gay, you go into either camp or camper. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but you can. But maybe you're after just a, a bloke to hang out with. Maybe tent or intent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Byo tent. You know, you a double swag or a single swag kind of person. Byo Weber. That's what you can do. You match your profile with somebody else's profile and see whether or not you can share a campsite. Oh, see, that could actually work. It really could. Mm. Because sometimes you might want to go for a hike with someone or you might want to do a bit of, you know, mountain biking. You know, we'll drive my car and the bikes at the top of the hill, then we'll ride down the fucking top of the hill to the bottom where we see your car and put the bikes on there and we go back up to my car. So you don't have to do the whole uphill biking bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, and you get people, they're not, you know, they're not in for a one-night camp. No, you they're know, in for a long-term... Yeah, they're in for a, a long-term long hike weekend. or something. Yeah. A full long weekend. Could definitely work out. Making plans for January over yeah. the Australia Day weekend. Look at, look at that where you get your, your apps. Exactly. Camp Buddy, coming camp soon buddy. by the South Road Boys. Trademark. <sighs> That's camp. going to be big. You won't see me there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. Anyway, roadies, go out, have yourself a glass of water before you come dehydrated. And uh, a quick note too, um, we haven't forgotten about the actual uh, the winning Deadpool. tally for Deadpool. No. That, that will be happening uh, this delicious month. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get that. it to you before the end of January. Yep. Um, and we will go from there. But uh, on that, I am Joe. And I think it's too late. <laughs> it's too late to have a glass of water. <laughs> I'm Troy. It's never too late to have a glass of water, roadies. Oh, it could be. It's too late. It's not. It's just too late. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are too late. <laughs>